Yo, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from and all other Patreon-exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash rap rankings. Track 4, Elimination Chamber, featuring Earl Sweatshirt, Vince Staples, and Action Bronson. For Mel, that's me, this is a flat 7. Well, that means that Mules and Mel connect. Flat 7, ding me baby. Wow. Wolves and Mel, folks, we were sitting outside at the announce table watching this Elimination Chamber match go on, you know, and we got some thoughts. Yes. Uh, I have lots of thoughts, as a matter of fact. I should preface this by saying we mentioned up top, this was the single from this project. It was on single. all the blogs, I remember, just due to the fact that it had four frequently covered artists on an alchemist beat. It was seemingly a very big deal. One of the big posse cuts of the blog era. A blog era wet dream. Yes. <laughs> you know, basically. Uh, and more more on that later. Let's stick a pin on in that and let's get to the elimination chamber. Mel, in the folder, there is a audio file just called Elimination Chamber. And for those who may not be familiar, I have compiled some audio from the archives. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing uh, you want me to start with this. Uh, Elimination chamber. Right. This file that just says, I, this is mysterious to me. <laughs> I don't know what, what this is going to be. All right. Here we go. At Survivor Series, you will bear witness to the Elimination Chamber. Six raw superstars for the world heavyweight title. An ingenious creation from the mind of Eric Bischoff. The demonic elimination chamber. It's monstrous. It is a medieval structure. Look at the size of this chamber. 36 feet in diameter. It's 16 feet from the roof to the floor. Two miles of chain were used to construct this thing. And that barbaric elimination chamber weighs 32,000 pounds, 16 tons, and it will imprison the ring and six superstars. Those pods have a half inch of Lexon glass, and you're chained inside. The only way out is for the referee to open that door. The steel floor is exactly level with the ring floor. The chamber is designed to shorten careers and create legends. The rules are as follows. Two men will start this match. Four other superstars will be locked in those flexing chambers. Randomly, the pods will open up, unleashing another victim. At any time during the match, someone can be eliminated by pinfall or submission <laughs> and must leave the chamber. The last superstar remaining after all the others have been eliminated will be the winner. Uh, don't chamber. get me started, but they don't make it like that anymore. Um, so, And that wasn't even the heyday, but anyway. As I uh, mention all the time on this show, uh, the Laps Fan Wrestling Podcast, uh, lapsed meaning ceased keeping up with professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, for me, 
I became lapsed in stages. And The Rock losing to Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam 2002 was a major point in me becoming lapsed because I was no longer buying pay-per-views after that. I never paid for another pay-per-view until WrestleMania 28. Hmm. But I also, over time, fell so out with the product, I wasn't even keeping up with anything other really than WrestleMania Royal Rumble. And I missed the Elimination Chamber match at the 2002 Survivor Series. Never even got to see it. I had only seen pictures and short clips, like from when Triple H got injured in the chamber. I had played Elimination Chamber in the video games. I'd never actually watched the match or any of the subsequent matches. Mel put me on. He was like, you have to watch the original Elimination Chamber match from the 2002 Survivor Series. So uh, we watched that. And, you know, over the years, I think maybe in 2016, they changed the Elimination Chamber so that it's less brutal. Like there's not steel grating on the outside anymore. It's like just padding. And they made it slightly safer. But this thing was brutal. It was a brutal match. Fantastic match, despite the fact that Shawn Michaels looked really weird with the doo-doo brown tights and the the short Dutchman haircut. It was a great match. Mel was right. It It was fucking money. And uh, I I must ask, though, why did they call a song Elimination Chamber with four guys on it when it's a six-man match every time? Here's my theory. I think Tyler, the creator, and Haji Beats were scheduled to appear in the match, but they were attacked backstage by... What? By God! That's Frank Ocean and Sid the Kid! (laughs) Okay. Why were they attacked by their own their their own clique? Because here's the thing: because they were the two people that first distanced themselves, really. So they were breaking. You know, that was the dissolution of Odd Future, right? You know, we found out. You know, and it's like, yeah, Frank Ocean and Sid. So Frank Ocean went off to become a solo superstar. Sid the Mm -hmm. Kid started her own stable. You know. Uh, well, the internet had already existed, but she just, you know, they, the, the whole internet <laughs> left uh, future. That's what happened. I mean, she eventually made a solo album. So uh, this was, was this was originally due to be an Elimination Chamber, but... Yeah, but but they were attacked two, backstage. Two of the participants the were attacked. Okay. They were attacked, and it was the beginning of the angle where our future broke up. Well, can, yeah. I, can I give my uh, order of preference in terms of verses? You tell me if you agree or not. Oh, I was going to wait until the end, but yeah, we can we can do it. Okay, for me, Vince Staples, Action Agreed. Bronson, Agreed. number two, Earl Sweatshirt. So I think Ooh. Action Bronson had the hardest opening bar and the best yep. energy 
but I yeah. liked Vince's verse the best from a rapping and lyrics perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Earl was good. Damo was all right. I will tell you exactly how I saw this thing. Okay, so there was only, and this is one of the only times on this on this uh, No Idols mixtape that like a line actually popped me. Uh, your business floppy giving sloppy while she called me poppy. I was like, uh, whatever when I heard that. But taking the doggies right to the face like she Kobayashi. It was whatever until that punchline hit, and I was like, oh, okay. You know about that Kobayashi, right? Yeah. The hot dog. The hot dog. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, no, I got to ask. Yes. Do you think, at the very least, though, did Damo step his game up from the previous three tracks to compete with these guys? I think he did. No. <laughs> I think he's doing the same thing. Here's okay. the thing. This is what I said. I, I mean, thought he, he came kinda, I like I thought he came harder on this than the previous three songs so far. This man said my Nike's clean. I see these niggas hating through my ice blings. Okay. <laughs> okay. I kinda like the ridiculousness of ice blings, but it's not a bar I would ever spit, you know. This is not he a super serious record. They all get some lines up. Vince is the only verse that really has true emotional resonance to it for me. Well, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you what I think happened. Um, Dom and Strong, but I think it's kind of like audacious because it's like, you know, young Dom say, you old niggas should wrap it up. You whack, focus back on your craft. You hardly rap enough. It's like uh, Fattest Blunt, death to that. The bad website, Genius.com, said Pop Hop. I, I heard it as Pop Pop, like dad. Like, I ain't asked for much. You know, that was kind of their MO back then, right? Tyler hates his dad. I figure maybe Damo hates his too. Stop asking for the collabs because all you bastards suck. I like the energy, but it's kind of audacious because it's like, Damo, you're. I'm just saying he came harder. He he really did to me versus. Decent verse. Prophecy, fuck everybody else, and all alone. Like, but you're in an elimination chamber. You got to be prepared for war. It's fake, mate. It's fake. (laughs) He came to job, he was the first guy out there. But that's what's crazy because I feel like with this being his mixtape, you could say metaphorically, like he's the one who proposed the match. It's like yes. we need to meet in an elimination chamber, and then he's the first guy who gets eliminated. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, that's listen, what it felt it, like to it, me. Sometimes it happens that way. But listen, he ended up losing to Earl. Earl ended up losing to Vince, and then Vince was like tired after beating Earl, so he got beat down by Bronson in the beginning with that opening line about being. Like the boss of the Nintendo can't. game. And, you know, Bronson was really kind of, you know, putting up a lot of good energy on that verse, too. But in the final analysis, Vince got that, you know, he might have even just hit him with a schoolboy roll up or something well, like no, that. I'm going to tell you what happened. I got this all mapped out. Everyone was afraid of Bronson. Okay, because this beat is almost like tailor fitted to him. Yes, too. and he's a big like, dude. He's a he's, he's the, a big dude. He's the and, guy and you got to like, get you, through you at the end of the day. You all got to team up and take out the big dude in the elimination chamber, you know. And everyone's scared of when he's going to come out the pot. And also, <laughs> wrestling sense, he kind of looks like Otis, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> he came out. And it's like, business is just picked up, King, you know? And he came out wrecking shop, that first line. I'm like, the boss from the end of the Nintendo game. I'm like, I love that opening line. But here's the thing. This is what happened to me. He got action wreck shop, and then he got, like, sort of winded at the end. Vince Staples got creative to defeat the big man. What happened is it was just Vince 
and Bronson at the end. And like Bronson charged at him, and I think Vince used Bronson's momentum against him, moved out the way. Action oh, Bronson shit. crashed through the pod. Through AKA the pod. his trailing off at the end of his verse in that sort of flippant, humorous yes. way. But it exactly. also kneecapped his verse. So, and that's how Vince won. You know, he he used his yeah. momentum against him. And it's very he much like that first Elimination Chamber match when it came down to Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And, wow. you know, at the end, Shawn's, Shawn's the victor, but, I mean, he's bloodied up. He's selling, yeah. like, like confetti's hell. coming down, but he's it's a bloody mess, <laughs> you know? It was a finesse win, and it's like... I feel like that's what happened with Vince. And to, and to really talk about what happened with Vince, I have to talk about Earl. Because here's the thing with Earl. Earl comes in. Like I said, he's the he's the third best verse on the song. He says, it's that 30 deep in Saga shit. Uh, at first, I was like, party next door? But apparently, no, Saga is a neighborhood, Saugus, a neighborhood in Santa Clara, California. Assuming the bad website didn't lie to me. But this is this is my breakdown of Earl's. I'm just going to get this out because I had to write all of this out to really nail what I felt about Earl and maybe his whole career. I mm-hmm. said, Dean Malenko-ass offense. Oh my I'll God. never say he's a bad wrestler. It's the thing that he's best at. But in an environment like this, he's too cerebral to win. And I don't mean like the cerebral assassin. It's just like he's so focused on his own thing, doing his own thing, his own concerns, he can sometimes neglect the stage for better or worse. Like sometimes he is very much Dean Malenko. Right. Sometimes like he's a talented technician, but sometimes he goes so opposite to what's happening around him that it helps him stand out in a positive way. And sometimes he becomes the odd man out like here. It's like I respect him for his style, but you can't just stick him in every match or on every track in a match like this. You got to be willing to steal the show. It's called Elimination Chamber. You're going bar for bar with your contemporaries. You got to assert yourself other over others like I relate to Earl because most of the time. I'll just stay out of the, the the shit unless I'm willing to play ball that day. I'll be focused on my own issues and anguish and turmoil. You know, a lot of Earl's content is about his inner turmoil. Like, I can't just be trading flexing bars for no reason with niggas, you know? Like, because, like this verse, you know, my bullshit will kind of leak in despite my best efforts. Like, th- even though I know what what my assignment is, I'll end up, like, on here, he's, like, driving into fences because I hit the whip a little woozy, bitch, I'm busy cruising, excuse me. Like, First of all, don't do that. Don't drive drunk, Earl. But, like, that's, like, some, you know, self-loathing, like, he's drunk. Like, that's not really what's happening on Elimination Chamber, you know? And the right. thing, you, too, about Earl in a wrestling You might have brought the wrong verse for this particular Exactly, venue. but he can't help himself. That's what I feel about Earl. Like, that's just who he is as a rapper, you know? So you, you don't bring him into a match like this. Now, here's well, the thing, too, and I'm sure you do. The thing it. is... I mean, and it's coming up later on, but he's on a track rapping later on. And I think the beat suits his voice and the song suits the style of music he makes a lot better. I know what song he's on. He's got to be Like a Star, right? Like a Star, a.k.a. Game Breaker. A Game Breaker, yeah. Do you think it's the Daily News? No, he's not. He doesn't rap on Uh that song. Oh, you agree? Right, he's just a hook. Okay, right. Okay, well, then we're in agreement. Yeah, he sounds... That's his performance of the tape to me. But here's the thing about Earl, man. He's a bit of a mark. We know he's an MF Doom fan. He does the syllabics, like... Yes. And he's always looked at as hashtag underutilized. But we know the truth. Well, you I'm know sure what? I agree. He's, he's not even Earl. I'm sorry. He's, uh, he's not even Earl. Wow. 
Did I just say he's not even Earl, or did someone in the room say that? Um, he's not even Dean Malenko. Okay. I know who he is. Who is he? I almost don't want to say it. Oh, you gotta say it. You gotta say it. No, I can't say it. No, come on. No, you gotta say it. Oh, no. Oh, see? Wow. You can't just set that up and then not say it. You have to say say it. it. I think... I th- all I'm saying is I think Malenko might even be too much of a generous read. Uh, uh, just personally. <laughs> hey, I, I, I speak, speak your truth, pizza boy. It's so needed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Inside okay. joke style. But He's who is he? Cesaro. Oh! Okay, that's not terrible. That's the not guy terrible. can't cut a promo. He he's not a main eventer, despite how many people claim he's underutilized. He's best in the tag team, always has been, even on the indies. And to me, he, very few people can fuck with him on an athletic level. Well, here's the thing: he's though. a highly technical wrestler. He's great, I. But he's so boring. That's how I feel about <laughs> Cesaro. That's how I feel about Earl. Well, Cesaro has had small little comedic beats here and there, little spurts of personality. And so has Earl. He put on a bald right. cap, and he was Joe Budden. You know, Earl is low-key funny. Like, that's the thing, though. It's like, I, I would say he's a better promo than Cesaro, because, like, I enjoy Earl interviews and, like, little, you know, outside of rap moments more yes. than probably his actual raps. Like, he might just be a mix between Cesaro and Dean Malenko because Cesaro has often I'm sorry been, to all you the got Cesaro the underutilized I, thing. I didn't want to say it. Just you nobody claimed Dean Malenko was underutilized. People are so exactly, and that was the point Cesaro. I was going to make. That's the point I was going to make. When That's you why said underutilized, I was like, oh no, like you unlock something within me because the number one quote unquote underutilized guy is Cesaro. Well, but, the thing about underutilized though is what I wanted to say. We know the truth about that, and I think Earl does too. The reason why I kind of feel like, yeah, no one ever said Dean Malenko was underutilized. Just kind of let him exist. But I think Dean Malenko and Earl would agree with this. They're not trying to go for the main event, nor are their styles built for it. Well, this is the difference, though. Cesaro, before he left WWE recently, had a title program against Roman Reigns, and he won a singles match against Seth freaking Rollins at oh, WrestleMania. Seth freaking himself. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> Dean Malenko never, say, got a win on, on at WrestleMania in a singles match against, like, Eddie, Benoit, right. Angle, you know. And he definitely didn't get a fucking title shot at any point in time. That's the difference, is that nowadays, the... Cesaro, the Dean Malenko's would have like a, you know, like a, they'd be chasing the title on a B show. You know, the thing too, now that we're on this discussion, less so than Cesaro or Dean Malenko, but there's also a bit of like Shinsuke to Earl to me, because when he first hit the scene, you know, when the whole, like he, he got shipped off to Samoa or whatever, like free Earl and he got mm-hmm. back when he first hits the scene, people are excited. Because they've hyped him up as like this 
second, like he's the new God MC in the making, like put the belt on him basically. And then he has his first big match, which I feel like is Doris. And I don't know about anyone else, but me, it's like the realization. It's like, okay, he's not ready for that yet. Or it's like, that may not even be what he's trying to do. Like he doesn't want the belt. Like I just saw Doris is like, okay, like this is about what I expected. There's room to grow here. I hope he continues to come out of his shell, but he's gone more insular, if anything, over the years since then. So, right. You know, right. It's kind of been, uh, you know, me sort of battling my own expectations from him, but that's the same thing with Shinsuke. You know, I don't know if people knew what he was truly capable of because they put this, expectation on him and i remember people saying uh the best wrestler in the world is coming to wwe yeah and that I was thought, the hype they were talking like that and okay, his first so, the match with Sami Zayn was incredible incredible match but you know so been, it was like oh my god dude is here he's arrived it's, he's it's basically been phoned in ever since with the exception of like <laughs> a random match with rusev and like just right. occasionally he'll become inspired and but you got to fill him, though. You got to fill him, though, because we know this is all fake. And Shinsuke's here for the paycheck. He's yeah, food he's and culture, for that paper. Food and culture. Food we and already culture. know about him. You know? And I love that. I love, <laughs> I love him. That. He's Japanese Kevin Nash. Like, I love <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. But, you know, I think people set too high expectations on him. And the, and the thing is, right, when Earl dropped Earl, the project, uh-huh. you know, the mixtape, and he was so young rapping like that with the internal rhyme schemes and shit at his age, people put unfair expectations. I they did. Went, that's the thing. He never put those expectations on himself. No, I, people did. I put that While expectation he was away. on him. You put that expectation on him. I never Everyone. did. I just listened to other people doing it. Right, right. <laughs> but it, like, what I'm saying is, is like this. we were either sold a bill of goods and believed it, or we were genuinely thinking, okay, the ingredients are here for an all-time great. But I also remember when Joey Badass dropped Survival Tactics with Capital C's, and they were rapping on like an old, I don't know, it was like a Styles of Beyond beat or some shit like that. I don't remember. They were rapping, and people were like, this is the revival of boom bap and you know, this is going to change the world. And Joey badass is the best MC coming out of New York. And like how quickly that quieted down. Yeah. (laughs) But that's, that was just a byproduct of the internet era where so much is happening that people, I think felt the need to just like prop something up as like, you, this is the thing to pay attention to. Like, this is the guy, trust me. Like he's, he's the, you know, like in a lot of times it's like, just let him grow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you, there's you talent could there, but like kneecap an artist by setting unfair expectations on them or getting too caught up in the hyperbole of the times. Right. I don't get the sense. Like I said, I'm not a not that familiar with Earl's catalog, but I don't get the sense that he ever wanted those expectations or ever 
saw himself as like in that lane of like I'm gonna be the next God MC like or the no, next I think he's legend. Been, like if anything, actively trying to shake those people off of him and his music for the last seven years. Right. You know. Yeah, and that's where I feel like he we wants are. to cultivate his own fan base and his own sound, even at the expense of whatever. You know, yeah. If the critics don't like it, if it doesn't sell, oh well. This is the sound I believe in, and these are the people I want to work with. You know, in a lot right. of ways, I respect him because, you know, he had the keys to the kingdom in some respects. It's not every day you have a rapper who traffics in like breaking down words getting signed to a label like Sony. So, right. On one hand, it's like, you can be the lyrical miracle of our times or you can just do what you feel. And I can't ever fault someone for saying, I'll take the quote unquote harder path, but one that's more spiritually and creatively fulfilling. I've never been mad at Earl for rejecting all the stuff that was thrust upon him. I've only ever been mad because it was like <laughs> the simplest. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> he know, seems like, like he seems happier than ever. The music itself. Like the looks of things. It seems, seems like, like he's yeah. gotten I'm happy for him as a person. You it's know, his his life really to a point where he can I'm seeing him smiling all the time, which is great, but I'm not enjoying this music. I just gotta be honest. Now keep in mind, uh folks, I like East. <laughs> so you know i just had to put that out there because you know i'm probably like let me pull up the doris track list and it's been a while since i heard this i think i like i think i like uh if i recall there's like one exceptional song and six or seven decent ones i think something like that let me see i'm gonna pre what is this no burgundy i like burgundy I like Sunday. No, you're giving I like away all, you're giving away I like ratings some. for a future review. Yeah, it's a Patreon. Look, you on that Patreon, you get some exclusive info. This I'll might stop be a there, long though, form, though. You know, I don't get to the good You know? Yeah. Yeah. Give it to him. Let him have it. All right, you know? Look, the the point is attentive listener bonus, I guess, insider trading by now. Insider trading. I mean, it's well. Hey, if it's a long form, everybody's getting the same info. So if they're listening, then they just got some free takeaways. But then again, maybe not because it's been so long since I've listened to this album. Maybe I don't like them anymore. So I'm only suggesting floating that this could be a long form because we've been talking about this song longer than any other song so far. It's the elimination chamber, bro. If you know Mules and Mel, you know like this was gonna happen. All right, <laughs> had to happen. Now, Earl had to be deconstructed at least you know in, in our in the mules and mail lands to get to vince because here's the thing about vince staples he's an interesting case to me in that he can be cerebral and go opposite of what's happening around him but it works for him way more often because vince feels like he goes opposite by decision it's like a sort of like you know like i'm gonna do this because like fuck them niggas you know like i'm gonna do what earl feels like he goes opposite by nature like he just can't like this is just who he is i have appreciation for both of those approaches but like in the sense of a match vince comes in 
Like Earl's doing chain wrestling. Vince, Vince isn't the same technical talent. He tells he, a story. He does like surprise, like hardcore shit with a smirk. Like I wouldn't call him like a hardcore legend, but like, you know, he's a he's a he's kind of a brawler. Like it's just I hate to this isn't a perfect comparison, but like sort of like Dean Ambrose. He kind of reminds like prime Dean Ambrose. Like he was like do some like mildly extreme stuff, like out of nowhere. It's like I just feel like Vince is in the ring, like Irish whipping people into the steel, you know? Like he's not doing the chain wrestling with Earl. He's not doing like the rest holds with Damo. Like he's kind of right, like he's not using doing the, like the power moves of Bronson. He's kind of doing a scrappier style, right? Going opposite to everyone else. It's like I feel like you're like that sadistic son of a bitch, Vince Staples. You know, like he's 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 working a different style than everyone else, but it works for him more often because it feels like like to him, bro. Vince Staples is the most what is it real rapper of all time, maybe. Like, yeah. I mean, if you listen, every to interview, he's like, I'm doing this for money. Like this yeah. rap stuff is, is a business. Read like, his it's Twitter. A job. Read his Twitter. Listen is in this very verse. He's like from the first take. Like I was, what do you say? Um, cause since the first take has been about money to me, like he's the most, like, what are you a Mark? Like, and I love that about him. So when I say it feels like it's a choice. Like, yeah. he gets on this record and it's a decision. Like, I'm going to, like, be flipping. Whereas you know? Earl is falling into sort of familiar pitfalls right. that he tends to fall into. And you've identified you've fallen into as an artist. Yeah. We're emo, <laughs> you know? We can't help ourselves a lot of times. But Vince, it's like a lot of this verse is emo. Uh, emo. <laughs> emo. It's, you know, like... uh you know, um, I live to die better. Well, the line, I can't even walk into church without these niggas trying to testify. I live to die better uh, that than to live a lie. First I was of saying, all, I'm going to be more. There's more emotional resonance in his verse than anyone else. If anyone else even has any in their verse. And this is the thing about the emotional resonance in the verse. It's like I just got done saying like Earl, this doesn't call for emotionality. But Vince is able to work that emotionality to where it makes sense. You know, like it fits over the beat better the way he deploys it has it's more tactful like you know um i rap better than most of these rap veterans like it's audacious like i would i would probably disagree with that but like hard-headed and hopeless hope that god let us in mama didn't want to give birth to a nigga should have murdered a nigga i'm a cancer to the youth like the lines are like these are blows like they're landing you know like earl is kind of in his own world a lot of times Vince is hitting you with like some real stiff punches and like, I mean, I already said one of the bar. I think it's a bar. Like, you know, can't even walk in church without these niggas trying to testify. Uh, I don't think I'm being genius.com when I say testify, testify, like the fire test, you know, cause otherwise and, it wouldn't make any sense. And don't even ask you me know. how Devon Dudley. Oh, <laughs> my brother. Testify. Shout out to Devon. Bubba Ray, I don't know about. He's, he's Bubba Ray, all I can say about Bubba Ray is his life matters. Oh, brother. Um, I know if this ends up being a long form, maybe you could throw that picture up on the screen right now. <laughs> what, the picture of that? <laughs> no, I would not make that the long form picture. His life matters, his life matters. No, yeah. not the long form picture, but, you know, just throw it up on the screen briefly so they could see it. Oh, I, you know what? We've never done that before. I'll do it. Hold on. I'll make a note so they know 
<laughs> talking about? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'll so do that. Hold on. Let me make the note. We've got the uh, long form. Devon and Bubba in long form. They got to see the picture. They have to see it. Um, Vince even gets some bars off despite the emotional weight of some of these lines. Like, you know, automatics out the roof, 380 with the weave in it on site. Scariest prom nights with Carrie. You got to love Carrie. Or car yeah, rides prom- with Barry. That's Hallie, not Brent. And, if you and don't know what Hallie Barry did, look it up. That's and a prom, prom night, night reference, too. You know, shout out to prom nights. Was that a uh, franchise? Yeah, the horror movie franchise Prom Night. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever seen it. I'm familiar Jamie with Lee it. Curtis Rings and then uh, Prom Night 2, oh. Hello, Mary Lou. Prom Night 3 and 4. It's a whole franchise. Prom Night 3 and 4, don't open that door. They Jamie both had the same tagline. They were released together. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Um... You know, yeah, niggas want Grammys and shit. That's funny to me because since the first take has been about money to me. Like, what is it real, bro? He's in the match. It's a job. Like, he doesn't care about wins. Like, it's fake. As long as I get paid, you know. I'm trying to get what Diddy got. Doing what got Biggie shot. They told me I wasn't shit, but left me in a litter box. He stole the show. Best verse slash offense so far. Before Bronson came in, I'm like, he has a chance to win this match. Yeah. And then ultimately, and Bronson comes in strong between. Just overall, his delivery, he has a lot of, you know, energy and like just sort of, you know, he's swaggers about this beat very nicely. He has the probably the opening bar of the song for me. But in the end, like you said, he kind of loses. Uh, he does he's like he does, freestyling, right? Like Yeah, just... he just kind of like, you know, just lets it. <laughs> peter out at the end and he loses literally because he took his uh dingling out through the boxers yeah and petered out he took his balls and went home oh man bronson took his ball and went home or whatever vince made the rock say uh this is what vince Vince say but to me this is home oh man well Staples, this is the thing. I think Action Bronson's the big guy. Is he like Braun Strowman? He's like, like a bronze. I mean, he's like Bam Bam Bigelow, Braun Strowman. King yeah, but he's referenced Bundy. Bam Bam before. All right, he's got to be like Bam Bam, you know? You know, like, he's, he's one know, of those types. Yeah, he's got to be one of those types. I just know Vince isn't a mark. He's definitely not a mark for, like, hip-hop and rap, <laughs> you know? And... That shows in his verse, shows in his career, and it was enough to get him the win here. Because yeah. while Earl was busy being a Mark, and Damo Genesis was busy being a mid Carter, Bronson could have won, but he crashed into the cell, and Vince took advantage. Yeah, uh, into the into the pot, and that's it. Skinny that's Nash took advantage and got Bam Bam eliminated in the end. Skinny Nash. Yep. This is a new wrestler to me. Yeah, it's Vince Staples. Because he knows it's fucking Oh, skinny, skinny Kevin Nash. Okay. Yeah. I thought... <laughs> I was thinking of... Uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Scrappy Gary, Lewis Head. <laughs> I thought like, skinny Nash was a wrestler I hadn't heard of. Okay. Um, Scrappy anyway, Gary. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, Scrappy Gary and Lewis Head, folks. Um only other note is Bronson says something in here he probably couldn't get away with now for many reasons. Um, 
That's but, old uh, Bronson was, for you. Pre Mr. Wonderful Bronson is yeah. chock full of ill advised lines. And yeah. somehow people tell me that the last like four or five projects aren't better than the old shit. I don't know. He 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 mm. buffed out the worst elements of himself. Right. Just in my I view. enjoy Action um, Bronson. I, I very much enjoy him now. Um but we live in a post Mr. Wonderful world where he like Earl Sweatshirt just seems to make whatever the hell he wants to make. Right. No regard well, for commercial expectations and I think we're better off for it. Anything else? Yeah, I mean he found his lane, he uh, you know, stuck to it. I think he'll I always have his shows and people checking out his albums like it's an ideal position to be in, you know, as a rapper, not on, I guess, a major label, right? I mean, he had the um, TV show, too. He is he on a major label or is he officially off the label now? I would Let's guess see. he's off. I don't know. The last few have all been major label albums. No. I Let's just see. figure, you know, between when he was doing Fuck That's Delicious and all that other stuff, it's like, who's got time to deliver albums to a record label, you know? Let's see. I think Action Bronson is a uh, indie wrestler. Personally. Um, he is on... He was on a major label until his last album before this one, only for Dolphins. Now he's on Loma Vista. Oh, it's on Warner Brothers. He's on Warner Brothers. Oh, okay, well, he's on Warner Brothers. There you go. He's putting out this music, and it's all on Warner Brothers, and there's no chance it's ever going to chart. You got to love it. <laughs> all right. Well, we've reached the end uh, of the Elimination Chamber. Vince Staples... And your new, I mean, what champion would it be? Uh, Elimination blog champion. era champion. There you go. The blog era title. Vince Staples. Yeah. Anyway. All right. You want to have enough on? of this one? Yeah, I'm, I've had okay. enough. <laughs> Here we go. Yo, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from and all other Patreon exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash rap rankings.